Good Saturday morning to you. It's exactly 7.45, which means it's time for our wine chat with our friend Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Good morning, Jack, as we almost get rid of spring and head for summer later this afternoon. Yes, isn't that marvelous? Summer is finally here. Finally. Finally. And we look forward to it every single year. I'll say this. I was thinking the other day someone called me up. They were cooking at home, and they commented because of the pandemic how much cooking they're doing at home. And I thought, you know, it might be a good time to give some guidelines to wine and food combinations. Uh, bearing in mind, when you pair wine and food, it's an entirely personal thing. You know, some people put ketchup on hot dogs, and some people put mustard on them. And you're never going to convince the one that the other one is right. And it's a little the same when you're pairing wine with food. You bear in mind to drink what you like and what you enjoy with the food. That's the best thing. However, just to give you a frame of reference, uh, here are some guidelines that I like to follow. Uh, you know, there's that old saw, white wine with white meats and red wine with red meats and uh, vegetables with red wine, mushrooms, and uh, that type, truffles, uh, cheese with everything. Well, that's not necessarily correct. It's a bloody good guideline. But wine and food pairing is a little more complex than that. For example, if you're having a great dish, maybe you shouldn't pair a great wine with it. Uh, you know, because one will take the focus away from the other. When you're having a great wine, you really want something kind of simple with it so you can appreciate the nuances in the wine, etc. And when you're having a great dish, you don't want the wine to overpower that, uh, and you want a, a wine that will complement it but not overshadow or overpower it. So that adage is sort of limiting, and I'll never forget a lesson I learned a long time ago with that white wine and red wine. Uh, a friend of mine was having some trout, and ordinarily I'd like a Sancerre, something high acid with trout, because he was sautéing it. He said, well, in Italy, they serve Bartolino, which is a light red wine with the trout. We had it, and it was absolutely spot on. It was just a very interesting combination that I would have never thought of. And, of course, that was 45, 50 years ago, but it was a great eye-opener. It it gave me the opportunity to learn that, you know, try new combinations. You're, you'll always find something that's going to please you. You know, like I said, if you're having a really complex dish where it takes many, many steps, you don't want too complex a wine with it. You want to enjoy and savor all those nuances in the food, and you don't want the wine to overcome it. So balance is the most important thing in pairing wine and food, in my opinion. No matter what the combination is, ask yourself, does it balance with the food, or, or uh, does the food balance with the wine? Either way, acidity is another critical step and in pairing food. Uh, uh, wines with good acidity, and there's a classic example, of course, is Chablis and oysters. Uh, the flintiness of a Chablis, there's always a little metallic flintiness to real French Chablis because of the soil, uh, chalk soil it's grown on, and that goes so well with oysters. Uh, that flintiness balances that acidity and saline quality of the oysters. So it's a great combination together. Uh, and 
So those are great classics. Chianti with a good Tuscan pasta, another one. Because, you know, when we're pairing things, once in a while it's a good idea to look at regionality. Uh, There's a good reason why Chianti is so popular in Italy, and the foods of that region happen to go very well with Chianti, or, or, or any region for that matter. If you look at where the food, wine is grown, generally you'll find the food specialties of that area go pretty well with that kind of wine. You know, similar flavors can cancel one another, and you have to be careful of that. For example, a, a big, bold steak, for example, and you have a bottle of Harlan Estate or Screaming Eagle or one of the cult Cabernets that are hundreds of dollars a bottle, uh, is paired with that intense steak. Well, you know, maybe you're losing a little bit of the nuances in the wine because the steak is so uh, big and powerful. Maybe something that had more fruit than those big uh, blockbuster wines would be better, like a Cote de Rhone, or, or even maybe a, a Syrah from California wouldn't be bad either with that big steak. And then there's wines that really show on them very stage all by themselves, like Chateau Yaquem. In my opinion, nothing, there's no food made in the world that's worthy of having with Yaquem, because in my opinion, Yaquem, Chateau Yaquem, which is a sauterne from France, is a multi-layered wine, probably the most complex wine you'll ever drink is Chateau Yaquem. It's a very sweet wine, and it's often is absolutely best with, say, a dried apricot. Uh, then you can really enjoy the Yaquem. Or the classic combination is a seared foie gras, a seared goose liver uh, with that Yaquem is another combination that people really go on and wax on and on about. Uh, but Yaquem is a complex wine, and like I say, no matter what the dessert is, there isn't a dessert, in my opinion, that uh, would pale next to the complexity of Yakem. So you don't want that, even though that's a fabulous bottle of wine, etc. You want to be careful of having it with uh, just a regular dessert. Uh, you're better off to have it with something simple. But I think you get the idea. And as I said, w- wines of the region generally pair well with wines of that region. For example, I remember being in Germany one year, And for three nights, we were entertained by three different big wineries. And unbeknownst to them, they hired the same caterer. So we had the same meal three nights, and we got to be laughing with the caterers. But we didn't want to let our hosts know that we had had that same meal the caterer prepared the night before. But where I learned the lesson there was we had smoked trout three nights in a row. And having a good cabinet Riesling with that smoked trout was a marriage made absolutely in heaven. And as a matter of fact, because of that, whenever I have smoked meats of almost any kind, I always pair them with German Rieslings. They go so very, very well together. Now, there's some things that don't really harmonize very well with wine. Asparagus, celery, and artichokes are very, very difficult. Uh, But they go fairly well with a good Sauvignon Blanc, particularly one from New Zealand, because New Zealand has that herbaceous quality to it, almost like green pepper. So it goes fairly well with uh, those vegetables that are hard to pair with. And, uh, for example, Thai cuisine is hard to pair with. It's 
no wonder some people like beer with Thai cuisine, uh, because it's very hard to marry. Gunter Veltner, which is a white wine from Austria, goes very, very well with Thai food. And so, again, does Riesling or uh, Gewürztraminer from the Alsace area. Uh, Cocavan, a Beaujolais would be just perfect with Cocavan, because absolutely, that's a regional dish, Cocavan. It's an old, tough rooster cooked in wine to tenderize it, and they usually cook it in Beaujolais. So having Beaujolais with it uh, goes perfectly. Uh, you know, if you're going to have some light wine, have light food with the light wines. That's almost a no-brainer. And, and you can't do that, follow the main spice. Whatever the main spice is, that's the one you want to zero in to pair the wine with. And, uh, you, you know, when you're doing food and wine, always remember, if you're creating this wonderful dish for home consumption and you're working hard on it, you don't want the wine to overpower it. So uh, be sure and pair the wine with the dish and not vice versa. Uh, it, it's sometimes you have to do it vice versa because you have a good bottle of wine and you want to show it off. But there again, if you're having a, say, a 1982 Lynch Bage, maybe you want to be careful about what you have that with. You wouldn't want it with something too complex uh, like Veal Tetrazzini. You might just want that to show that off with a very simple cut of meat, maybe a... a um, veal chop or something along those lines. And again, how the food is prepared. Uh, we've heard me say many, many times, there's nothing like uh, Malbec from Argentina with barbecue. It just Malbec as a grape type just seems to be made to combat that hot, spicy sweetness of barbecue sauce. So Malbec goes just perfectly with ribs, uh, or even something tough like chili, uh, Malbec will go fairly well with it. So the preparation is important. The, uh, if you were having, say, chicken and you had it with a cream sauce, you certainly wouldn't have the same wine that you'd have with coca van, which is the chicken cooked in red wine in, or in a red sauce. And if you have heavy wine, you want very heavy, robust uh, food to go with that. And uh, similar flavors are important, too. As I mentioned a while ago, those Sauvignon Blancs from New Zealand go very, very well because of the vegetal qualities in the nose. Also, some of the Sauvignon Blanc go very well with citrus because there's a very citrusy flavor very often associated with Sauvignon Blanc. So if you were having lemon sole, you might want to have a very good Sauvignon Blanc or go the distance and have a, a Sancerre, which I always say is Sauvignon Blanc with a college education. It's really good. And uh, if you pair it with the sauce, that's a good idea. If there's no sauce, pair it with the meat or the entree. Tough things, as I said, are like chili. Even though Zinfandel and Malbec go pretty well with them. Uh, but again, pair the food with the wine, not vice versa, in my opinion. It'll work much, much better uh, for you. And then, then there's some classic stuff. For example, if you're having burgers on the grill, you want a very simple wine that'll go well with that, that won't overpower the, the burgers, and it'll be an enjoyable adjunct to the meal. And don't forget champagne. Sparkling wines, in my opinion, are totally undervalued. They go so well with so many dishes, and they're great with an aperitif. If, if you don't believe me, 
next time you're having a glass of champagne, have a potato chip with it. That salinity of uh, the potato chip, that saltiness, um, with the brook dryness of champagne, is a marriage absolutely made in heaven. And, you know, sausages are a wonderful dish, in my opinion. And so many things go well with grilled sausages. I like Merlot. There's one called La Forge. It's a Merlot from France. But it's just perfect with uh, uh, that sausage. It's a simple Merlot. Not complex, and basically almost any Merlot from Chile wouldn't be bad with sausage either. If you're going to serve crudités or salad niçoise, of course, my favorite is Tavelle. Tavelle is a rosé wine from the Rhone Valley. In fact, that's all they grow in Tavelle is rosé. It's a very hearty, robust uh, rosé, and it goes well with crudités or any kind of salad, like a salad niçoise. be perfect. you're making Anyhow. me hungry. <laughs> I could go on and on, and I do. <laughs> and the, I tell you what, though, it's the, the, there's some great information today. I'm so glad you did that. It, it, it really good information. And I, if if you want more uh, information, just go to any one of the Haskell's uh, places because they'll help you mix and match, right, Jack? Oh, they're good at that. The folks at Haskell's love to help you pair wine and food. They can't cook the meal for you, but they can indeed make the meal very special by ensuring that the wine you have with it goes very, very well with it and it'll show off your dish to its best advantage. And you know, best of all, they are going to have a wine that isn't going to cost very much. And don't forget what a wonderful idea for Father's Day tomorrow to give Dad a bouquet you can both share. Give him a bottle of wine or, for example, a very good bottle of old scotch would be a great Father's Day present. I was reading a book, and they said that how wonderful it was to have an 18-year-old scotch. And I thought, you know, that would be a great present for Dad. A little 18-year-old scotch you could take a little nip of all year round and be thankful for a son or daughter who gave him such a terrific thing. Anyhow, there's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars online, whether you're getting wine to go with something or for Father's Day. There's a Haskell's. We'll have a gift that's perfect for you and a wine that'll marry well. There's Haskell's near you in Bloomington, Excelsior, Faribault. There's a Haskell's up in Maple Grove, downtown Minneapolis, Minnetonka at Ridgedale, Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, we do deliver. Thank you very much, Jack. And happy Father's Day. We'll talk again next week. That's right. And a happy Father's Day to you, my friend. Thank you, Jack.